Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Episode 8. We back again. Whether you like it or not. I don't know if I've made that joke, but I probably have. We probably have. You know, At least three out of the seven episodes. The thing that I've noticed on the way over here even, I don't know if the conversations that you and I have had were recorded or just in regular life. So I don't know if I'm repeating jokes or just things. I mean, there's no doubt I've replicated conversation off the podcast yeah. in my everyday life. Yeah. So if y'all hear things more than once, uh, yeah. relax, I guess. We're a human. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can't remember everything that we talk about all I'm the sorry. time. I guess you can write a strongly worded email to our uh, complaints department. I don't know. Yeah. If you'd like to be our content producer, just, just send us an email with your resume. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, hit us up on LinkedIn and uh, <laughs> we'll probably we get We have a LinkedIn page? No, we don't, but Karen's going to set that up, I think. Is she? Yeah. Um, today, deep fried everything. It's like the fat boy tradition that's close <laughs> to my heart. Dude. It's deep fried everything. And it's state fair week or whatever. So, like, yeah. if you're within the vicinity of the state fair, which is, like, anywhere in Texas, go there and yeah. go deep fry everything. You know, one thing that I've learned is, you know, in Texas, we have our barbecue tradition, right? Yeah. But go to Wisconsin or Minnesota. Wisconsin? They fry everything. Dude, shout out to T-Pain for arriving uh, mansion with Wisconsin. <laughs> That was some intellectual genius Dude, right there. Like, I'm glad he made Good money. job, T-Pain. Shout out, T-Pain. <laughs> He's probably listening. I think he tweeted me. Did he? Yeah. No. That would be was... a lot cooler if he did. <laughs> yeah. I think it might have been another rapper. Oh, man. so It was, this... it was Rich O'Toole, wasn't it? It was Rich. Dude, shout out Rich. I think he's in <laughs> Texas right now. Um, oh. This chick, random. All right, let's go already get on a tangent. This chick... <laughs> Uh, sent me um, a list of all her blocked Snapchat people, and it's all like thirsty dudes, of course. <laughs> and one of the guys had like the greatest, like I think it was like Lil Rambo or something like that. <laughs> I was like, "How are you gonna block Lil a Rambo? dude? No, not Lil, Lil, Lil Rambo, Lil Rambo." I was like, "How are you gonna block a dude named Lil Rambo?" And she was like, "Well, mostly it was his name." And then it was his conversation. I was like, yeah. I mean, I feel enough. like I feel like if you got the handle Lil Rambo, like <laughs> conversation probably isn't your strongest. Suit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man. And then today I also saw a uh, a video of Eight Mile in Spanish. It was the closing <laughs> scene, the battle scene in Spanish in Espanol. Espanol. It was probably one of the greatest things the internet has ever bestowed upon me. Like. I want to know the the things that go on like when trying to cast for that job. Like, oh. I'm gonna convert Eight Mile, and I need a translator who's also a rapper. Yeah, dude, it was <laughs> like, it was legit. Like, I've watched a few movies like translated to Spanish with like you know the voiceover or whatever. Uh, we did it in Spanish class. Like, we watched Babe and um, I don't know a couple other movies that were like cartoon or like kid movies. But this was the first like not kid movie that i've seen and it was it was so you've never tuned into channel 57 
on the the regular broadcast television is what you're telling me, dude. I haven't had bro. They would have Back to the cable. Future. They would have oh no all kinds of '80s movies, There's '90s the, movies. Uh, HBO Espanol, I think. Yeah, I've watched that a few times. No, I'm talking about Channel 57 when you can't afford channel. HBO and you got, got an that. antenna and you got it wrapped up with foil and you're standing there trying to get a signal. You got to pick it's up your leg. It's one of the channels that comes in. Yeah, like hold your leg up and then grab the window so you ground yourself yes. out, and then you get all the channels. That's exactly how it I works. need to start doing that better. But yeah, yeah I and know. I may or may not have seen a special on PBS about all the crazy shit that they fry at the Wisconsin and Minnesota <laughs> State Fairs, dude. Yes. Okay. Um, so obviously cheese, right? Dude, cheese, Oreos, pickles. Even like it. funnel cakes, like they deep fry a funnel cake after it's cooked or something. Oh, like they what? do all like kinds you, of crazy shit. That's like funnel cake exception. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm gonna take this funnel cake and then I'm gonna batter it again when <laughs> fried it's dough only within fried dough. Dude, all right. Are y'all ready for this? I hope I hope y'all are ready for what I'm about to give you. Um, get your notebook out. Pay if attention. You don't, take notes. If you don't know, K2 in Bay City, they have funnel fries or funnel sticks. On the reg, you don't have to wait till the fair is coming around to go get you a funnel cake. You just go there and like it's on the menu. Powdered sugar, powdered funnel sugar, sticks. funnel. I think they call them funnel sticks. That is an amazing idea for a dessert, dude. It's I probably mean, so simple too. Yeah, it's not as good as like you know the fair one, but it's pretty solid. I think the best thing about fair funnel cakes is they're like the grease they're cooking in has only cooked funnel cakes. Yeah, it hadn't. Cooked like if you go somewhere else, anything. that's a big problem with those. Like yeah. it, it, it like gets in the flavor. I think that's the biggest problem on everything that's fried. Like it yeah. tastes like something else. Fish yeah, or well, whatever. There's certain things you can cook together that accent the flavors. You know. Yeah. Like you can cook wings and fries. Don't really, don't really mess with the integrity yeah. of either. Too. I much. say like as long as it's you not know, fish. Yeah, you don't want to cross like seafood to chicken or yeah. seafood to pork. Like similar meats and similar flavors, you're okay with crossing those, some of that stuff. Yeah. So, um, but not funnel cakes. That's a totally different no, thing. Definitely. That's what's great about the fair ones. Yeah. I'm all about it. And then uh, deep fried in like beef tallow. You know what that what? is? Beef tallow. It's like is, lard, but from cows? Yeah. And it's what okay. McDonald's was using before everybody freaked out and was like, Let's make these unhealthy fries slightly less unhealthy. I feel like if they were stuck delicious. with beef tallow, it probably would have been better for yeah, people. Yeah, it's definitely better yeah, than the, high the animal oils and the other bullshit. Yeah, whatever handmade. Yeah, something natural is always definitely better than it's whatever from the they earth, engineer man. out of plants. From yeah. the earth. Yeah. It's from the earth, man. If they have, have to add chem- chemicals along with <laughs> other shit, yeah, probably not good. Yeah, dude. Um, I think probably one of the greatest things that I'd ever seen, which was the most America ever, was deep fried butter. Deep fried butter? Deep fried butter. I don't know that I could get down with deep fried butter. (laughs) You need to be in the most prepared mental state, physically, mentally, like spiritually. I like the 
the rolls and the biscuits and like if if some of those maybe had a pocket of butter and I can imagine oh, like a just, a deep fried dinner roll with a pocket of cinnamon butter or oh, something dude, in it. Deep fried Texas Roadhouse rolls. Yes, exactly. With the cinnamon butter inside and it just explodes in your mouth <laughs> like exactly <laughs> right as you bite it when you say if you deep fry butter it would have to be that like yeah. it couldn't just be like a stick of butter well they take the up. stick and they freeze it and then they batter it <laughs> and then fry it that would only work if it's surrounded by a very thick crusted bread thing. i think it was like uh you know how they do fish and chips how it's yeah. like a, it's a not, batter not, not a, like a dredge that's not thick enough no yeah, yeah. dude the Shobels in uh, Columbus, is that right? I don't know. Somebody correct me if it's not right. I think there's. I a, think it is Shobels. They do battered French fries. Well, I must not have seen that or been a part of that when I was there because the experience I had at Shobels was awful. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I went there <laughs> and it was just not good. I don't know if it was a bad day. Everybody mm. hyped it up like it was like some places like in Ocambo, and I went. I was severely disappointed. Oh, dude. Nothing will ever be as disappointing. Okay. Story time. <laughs> I, <clears throat> so also, I've come up with a new marketing plan for my shows uh, for my band. Normally, I'll make like a poster and I'll try to make it cool and like, hey, come see us play at whatever bar in this town. And, you know, it'll get like five likes or something. Um, I hacked the algorithm, though, again. And... <laughs> I found out instead of trying to just promote the show like that, because people are just going to skim over it, I put, hey, we're playing in College Station on Saturday. Where should I eat? So I'm sneaking in the show oh, promo and then also getting all local, the comments. So all the, the comments, lowdown. yeah, all the comments yeah. are like boosting it up in the algorithm. Um, and then because like, you know, if people comment and talk to each other, it yeah. boosts you up in the algorithm. Uh, but then I'm also like, in there, it's like, oh, we're playing at this bar at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock um, in College Station. Where should I eat? Tell me. And then, you know, everybody fires off. So we did the show, and I was like, hey, where should I eat? And everybody was saying, go to the Dixie Chicken and get the Tijuana fries. So I'm like, okay. And these are like. Hold on, hold on. You said go to the Dixie, Dixie chicken, chicken and get some Tijuana fries. Yes. That sounds like a very exceptional start to going to find something to eat. Right? Oh, it's like, like oh, my somebody God. somebody tells me that, like, I feel like I'm in the know instantly. And it wasn't just one person. I mean, it was like 15 or 20 people that were like, get the TJ fries, get the Tijuana fries, <laughs> Dixie chicken, uh, get a Freddy burger and a Tijuana fries. And I'm like, okay. So I don't look it up because I want to be surprised. You know, I don't want to yeah. like anytime anybody gives you something to order and it's like in the lingo and yeah. you haven't been there before, you usually feel pretty good about that. Yeah, recommendation. I was so stoked. And yeah. like I haven't been to College Station in a long time. And so I go there and I order my Tijuana fries um, and I get my Freddy burger. And uh, it was like an acoustic show. So I just had my bass player with me. Shout out Delgado Bass again, who corrected me. On uh, our charcuterie pronunciation is the correct. Charcuterie? Charcuterie. I feel like we went through this once before. We did. We established that I'm not able to articulate that yeah. word very so well. So that's the way you apparently pronounce it. Yeah. Oh, and also uh, another retraction from the last episode. Uh, we said that it was uh, sardines that were in Caesar salad dressing. It, in fact, is anchovies. 
Oh, my okay. bad. Anchovies. I got my fish mixed. My little well, baby fish no, mixed I think up. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I knew it was fish of some kind. I guess yeah. it was anchovies. Anyway, so I, it's me and my cousin and. Uh, Go order our Freddy burgers, which I think was just like a double meat burger or something. And our Tijuana fries, first of all, it was like $35 for a burger and fries for two people. I was like... It's almost "Mm, like barbecue prices right there. Like in a bar? Okay. Uh, Whatever. It's not like I was at Hop Dottie getting a a Wagyu burger or whatever. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, well, supposedly, supposedly legit. So... Get our number, go hang out. Pretty cool bar, by the way. And then they like call my name or my number or whatever, and I go pick it up, and I get it. And the Tijuana fries. What do you think a Tijuana fry is? By just the name alone. Some Southern salsa, California, like I don't know, vegetable like, like uh, yeah, peppers, heavy, yeah, heavy chilies, yeah, and like with the Southwest sauce of some kind, yeah. like Southern California Mexican is what yeah. I would think. Yeah, no, these were the whitest French fries I'd ever seen. Like it was some shredded cheap cheddar on top of some regular French fries, and they just melted it. Oh, so it was a stoner guy that went to Tijuana to start up a Mexican food place to sell to the other stoners. It was that kind of Tijuana. It was fries. that guy. Like there wasn't even okay. black pepper on them. No black pepper. There no, was no the salsa, zero, no pico, nothing, no nothing, nothing at all, bro. Get out of here. It was the worst letdown of my the the Freddy Burger. Oh, solid. Maybe, maybe that's what Tijuana was. Also, maybe you got down there and it just wasn't what you expected. Maybe I've never been to Tijuana. I so haven't I, either. I can't speak on that one. I wanted to go when we were in San Diego, but I didn't. Well, you were die. right there, bro. I didn't want to die. Well, you could have. You could have relived. Uh, what was that? Tarantino movie? <laughs> I don't know. Aren't they in Tijuana? Probably. The, I mean, if it's Tarantino, everyone, yeah, everyone Dust died for sure. They're in yeah. Tijuana, right? Yeah. So is that the thing? Uh, probably. So I get these a poor excuse for an like I felt triggered. Like I've never felt more like cultural like, how appropriation. How dare you name these fries yeah. other than fries with cheese, bro? Yeah, they were <laughs> they were not even like good at all. I was so disappointed. I'm pretty sure they were like. Seven or eight dollars. The the hamburger was solid though for a bar hamburger. Somewhere bar there's hamburger. A, a coked up chef that prepared a menu for this that <laughs> thinks it was great. But I it just really shattered wasn't. him. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just destroyed his life. Yeah. Um, no, dude. If if he was high, then he would have made it great. Yeah. There would have been like well, no, chopped, was, covered, diced, and smothered or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, well, depending on if if he was smoking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. If he was a coked up chef dude, then yeah, he would have just thrown some shit together, called it good, and walked out the door. Yeah, no, these were <laughs> these were let down. But anyway, just but the burger was the good? burger was solid for a bar hamburger. Solid, like you know, the bun was nicely toasted. the The meat was a little overcooked, but I mean, it's I don't really order a a medium rare or medium hamburger in a bar. Typically, no, I'm just like, yeah. yeah, let me just get it cooked all the way. Yeah. I don't know what y'all are doing. Just go medium what, well on it. I don't know what it. y'all are sourcing. Yeah, yeah, so, but anyway, I mean, other than the fries being the worst thing, I didn't even eat them. That's how bad they were. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you get a burger and the fries are awful and you just can't do it. Yeah, so then, of course, like, I started telling everybody, thanks for nothing. <laughs> For telling me to, well, that's I went one way to boost your post. Comment. That's what we originally started yeah. with was ways to boost your post. Yeah. You know what? You should take it a level deeper. Yeah, every community has some type of a food clash. Like 
there's an argument about something, oh, whether yeah. it's who has the best wings or who has the best Philly cheesesteak or whatever it is. Every yeah. town's got that thing, right? So you need to research where you're playing, figure out what that thing is, and then just yes. say something you know will spark a controversy within that little demographic. Yeah, like Geno's versus whatever the other yeah. Philly cheesesteak like is. Just say, I'm going to go to Geno's, and if you're not about that, then whatever. Yeah. You no, I just put. Hey, we're playing in uh, Philly tonight at this bar. Should I go to Geno's or should I go to whatever the other place is? I need to look it up. Yeah, or say it Pat's, like I think. Say I'm going to Pat's and tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, you know, say it something like that, and then boom. Let's just let the internet let be the internet be the do internet. what the internet does. <laughs> the great equalizer, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everything. I went, I went comment by comment to tell everyone that told me to get the Tijuana fries that they were garbage. <laughs> You made that, it a vendetta. You I, went no, comment I, by comment. I went comment by comment to let them know that they were out of their element. But apparently, the um, the stickler to make them actually good is to be wasted, which I was not. So that was my That's fault. Like, it's like when everyone to told the, me. There's those places in Texas where they substitute like quantity for quality. Yeah. Right? It's like you go at one in the morning and you order a nacho and it's enough to feed 18 people. It's probably not the best quality nachos. Yeah. yeah, I don't think nachos are what I want to do at 2 a.m., but... Oh, I've, I've taken down <laughs> a lot of nachos at 2 a.m., buddy. I can like a you that. Taco Bell or what? Name a macro Mexican restaurant that probably happened there. <laughs> but also uh, Chacho's in Houston. You ever yeah, been to Chacho's? I have not. Well, if you've not partied in downtown Houston and then gone to Chacho's and then gone home... You may not have lived the Houston <laughs> nightlife experience. I never really partied. It's a Houston. very common, very common thing. I think uh, when I was younger, like in high school, I'd go to shows at like Fitzgerald's. Yeah, off of. Uh, I mean, there's so many that... places to party in Houston. I was young, third largest city in the country, man. Yeah, I think uh, I went to some clubs on Richmond also when I was in high school. Yeah, like right out of Richmond, high school. Yeah, I used to go to uh, I used to go to some clubs in Richmond. Well, it was one of them was called uh, the Hurricane Hut. Oh, shout out Hurricane Hut! It's probably I think every high school thirteen Southern Texas person has gone to the Hurricane Hut. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was too young and stupid to. <laughs> Anyway, so we started this episode deep fried to deep fried everything. And deep we've fried gone everything. Into, we've gone to deep fried nothing. <laughs> we've gone to deep fried nothing. Oh my we've god! We've only talked about little little bit of crazy northerner traditions yeah. on um, deep fried stuff. Deep fried Twinkies, solid. Yeah. Um, deep fried Oreos, probably. I think my I favorite dessert. I did not dessert. care for deep fried Oreos, man. I'm gonna just go out and <sighs> say it. it. I think they're overrated. I think that the uh, cookie turned into mush and yeah. just wasn't that great. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. The one I had was not that great. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think another one that I like, of course, is a corn dog, but I'm not going to eat it in public. I like corn dogs if they're <laughs> obviously bar s hot dogs that have been cooked. <laughs> Just a, like a foot long bar s hot dog. That's yeah, yeah. Well, at the state fair, they call them corny dogs. Corny dogs. Corny dogs. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what they call them. Yeah, it, it needs bar s in the middle of it to cook. Let me ask you, are you doing mustard or ketchup on your corn dog? Bro, I do ketchup. Same. Ketchup on mine. I've never got on board with mustard and mayonnaise. Yeah. I only eat mustard on a very select number of things. Like, like a hot mustard or like a I use fancy? hot mustard uh, for certain 
pork and a few other things. Huh. I don't use it a lot. I use it more of a seasoning and a like yeah. marinade than anything. Binder. Like when, I'm, when I'm cooking pork or yeah. any kind of pork product, I'll use mustard as a as part of a spicy mustard as part of a marinade. Yeah, I've done a brisket with mustard all over it and then put... You don't taste the mustard. You don't. It cooks off pretty yeah. quick. It just holds all the, all the seasoning on there. But I like it better with pork than beef. Yeah. When I'm doing... Like, whenever you do a, a, a roasted hog yeah. and you slow cook it, when you make your sop, you put a lot of mustard in it. It just... Yeah. Mustard and vinegar and seasonings. That's yeah. the way to do that. I like mustard-based uh, barbecue sauces more than I like ketchup-based ones. Yeah. Yeah. A little more tangy than the sweet. Yeah. Um, or to- smoky. Today, yeah. I made a post on the internets that uh, I was today years old the first time I put barbecue sauce on a chicken nugget. Well... I was. I've been putting barbecue sauce on nuggets forever. Yeah. Well, I don't like. Not gonna lie. I don't like red barbecue sauces, and like that's what they have at what at uh whatever yeah. McDonald's. I just got tired of ketchup on those back yeah. in the day. So I have my salt lick barbecue sauce, which is the only barbecue sauce that I allow in my home. Um, it's mustard. Don't fuck with sweet baby rays, man. Nah, bro. I use that as like hard a base. negative. I use sweet baby rays as a base. A base to like yeah. build your own concoction on top of yes or to like put more seasoning on top no i add a bunch of shit to it man. lemon juice worcestershire seasoning pretty sure all that stuff's already in there uh, well i do it different hmm. have you have you ever had my barbecue and said it was bad i don't think i've ever had barbecue that was wet over here yeah exactly that doesn't mean i don't use it for a sop or a seasoning or some type of fire method the, in fire my cooking. Up. Huh? Now we gotta eat. Fire we gotta up. eat. Let's cook something. <laughs> like let, I'm gonna prove it <laughs> once again. Uh, I have had sweet baby rays, and I'm, it's, I'm yeah. I use it. It's a good base. Yeah, like Uncle Chris is a good base for seasoning your beef yeah, meats for sure. Similar. Yeah. Um. What's another fried food that's legit? Well, we covered all the the sweets. Yeah. Now, what about the veggies, man? <sighs> I like fried Dude. zucchini. I like fried mushrooms. I like fried pickles. Fried pickles go hard. Fried pickles are legit. Yeah. They really are. I, I mean, think uh, the best ones that I've had are that uh, new seafood restaurant here in El Campo, whatever it's called, El Campo Seafood or something. Yeah, they have pretty good fried pickles. Yeah, whatever their whatever their batter is. Any, that's that's pickles are one of the things that actually pair well with seafood. If you're gonna fry any kind of seafood, that oil is still really good for pickles. Hmm. I'm but down. You, yeah. Whatever they do there, yeah. Legit. Like if Long John Silver's cooked fried pickles, that would probably be really good. Dude, if uh, Captain D's, is, are they still around? Captain D's? Yeah. Off, are you talking about 59 in like West Airport or Bel Air? I mean, I think it's it a chain. There used to be one in El Campo, but now it's like oh. a title loan place. Well, growing, on the, <laughs> growing up where I grew up, I refused to eat fast food seafood, yeah. except for the Long, Long John Silver. Fish sticks for uh, whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. Is it even fish in there? I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. Probably. I but I didn't like them because they tasted like fish. I liked them for they tasted like whatever they tasted. Like. <laughs> it tasted like whatever you put on it afterwards. Yeah. No. If uh, I'm gonna eat fish, I'd rather it be like trout or tuna or snapper. Yeah. You know, f- fresh Gulf caught fish. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it. it's it's not that hard to get a hold of, guys. Like, there's no reason to eat catfish that was farmed in 
Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Not when I, you live down here. Anyway. I did some commercial catfishing when I was in college here, and it was probably, I don't know. I mean, that made some money. Don't get me wrong. I was making some some bank for a 19-year-old kid. Like Oh, yeah. A lot of money in the fishing industry for you. But then the kids, bubble popped because yeah. too many people got in, and now yeah. they're like none. There are no catfish yeah. farms left, I think. The best catfish is the catfish that some crazy redneck Oklahoma girl got <laughs> while noodling. Yes. And it was like 300 pounds, and then they, oh, yeah. they cooked it up, and it's like feeding 40 people. Heck, yeah. <laughs> That's probably the best catfish you're going to find. I took a catfish barb through the hill, and I'm not going to lie. It was the most pain I've ever felt in my life. I cried. Grown Ooh. man crying in yeah. front of other grown men. In ever, a wetsuit. If you ever get popped by a stingray, you, oh, would, man. you would understand. It's There's equally... All fish can fuck you up if you're not careful. <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is. The sea is I mean, unforgiving. Steve Irwin got murked. Dude. <laughs> Shout out Steve Irwin, bro. R.I.P. I mean, that's a tragedy. Tra- tragedy? Yeah. Tragedy? Travesty? Yeah. I was going for one or the other. You, uh, but, you put uh, the emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable, I believe. But what I'm saying is, yeah, fish can fuck you up. Yeah, I took one in the heel, and it went like sideways through my heel. And It'll drop you to your knees. Dude, no, like I was that. writhing in pain. It was the, <laughs> yeah. it's to this day the worst pain I've ever felt. And like I watched it come out, but still, I mean, this was in like, I don't know, 10, probably 15 years ago. And uh, yeah, I still feel it today. I feel like the scar tissue in there. It hurts. I mean, sometimes it hurts you get when scarred. It's cold. I mean, sometimes you... <laughs> get hit with something and you carry it with you yeah bro you know? it's just a life lesson but yeah like fish I'm, can fuck you up i have and never... that's why when you catch fish you deep fry them motherfuckers yeah eat it eat, it deep <laughs> eat them and it's delicious yeah um so as far as fried fish what what are your what are your tops what are you, well what are you, you know i don't eat seafood so well that was a terrible then question i feel like i got you pinned into a corner <laughs> right now because how are you gonna be beats and beats if if you don't eat fried fish it's just i mean i I will eat some fried catfish. If we're talking if best fried to. foods, everything fried, fish is like at least top two. I don't know, man. I'm Beef, gonna go fish. I'm gonna chicken. go okay. If I'm making a top, if I'm making a top three, number one, chicken fried steak. Number two, chicken fried bacon. <laughs> You're gonna throw chicken fried bacon up, bro. There. Shout out to the Snook Steakhouse in Snook, Texas. For having chicken fried bacon that they serve with cream gravy. I'm all about chicken fried bacon. That it's would like be a delicious. game changer. I went over there when I was a young man in college, and uh, we were my buddy had some land over there in Somerville, and uh, we would go have a little bro down, little brothers retreat weekend, little bro down action, yeah, huh? a little frat bro action, and uh, yeah, he's like, hey, we're gonna go to the uh, Sodalax is what it's called, or Snook Steakhouse or whatever. Sodalax, I think, is the actual name. And uh, so we went, and he's like, all right, we're going to get chicken fried bacon. And he's like, get the small steak. Trust me. And it was like $11, and they brought out, like, the small was legitimately 20 ounces of, of I think it was sirloin steak. Oh, no, okay. No, no, the chicken fried bacon was just, like, four strips of bacon. Oh, I think it would be better like cut up like a steak and then like pork belly and you call it chicken fried bacon. Oh, uh, and then you have to cut it. But I think the 
batter would all fall off like that. I don't think it's going to stick to that. If pork belly's cooked right, you can eat it like a steak or any other kind of... But then it wouldn't be chicken fried. Then it would just be deep fried. Yeah. Chicken fried means you battered it first. Well, you pounded it out and then battered it first. I don't know if you could pound out bacon. We're going to need to experiment. Yeah. <laughs> we need to, pe- to we need to go shoot. We need to be All able right. to back this up. <laughs> we're going to shoot we're going to shoot a pig tomorrow night and we're going to get the pork belly off of it and we're going to make this happen. So if I'm eat, if I'm judging deep fried everything by like terms of how much I like them, I'm still not putting fish out of the top 2 or 3. Well, what fish? I mean, fried speckled trout, fried snapper, fried grouper, Fried flounder. I mean, oh, there's flounder there's sure. a lot of of Gulf fish that I would put in my top. Like I, I got to put it into a category because I love fish that much. Dang. Yeah. What's number one though? Fish. All fish. Number one fried or number one overall? No, number one deep fried. Number one number fried. One, number fish. one deep fried dish. Oh, dish entirely yeah, throughout the universe in perpetuity, in any universe ever discovered. Which is what they put in record in recording contracts. <laughs> just you so know, you know. I don't know that I can pick one, man. You have to. <laughs> Death I, is not an option. <laughs> man. Number one fried thing. For me, probably wings. If I had to if I had to put a number one deep fried thing that I eat more than anything else. I mean I eat fried chicken wings a know. lot. It doesn't have to be what you most commonly eat. Just okay. your like number one favorite like number. You can only eat one deep fried meal, and it's got to be that one that you love the most. It would be a deep fried grouper over a bed of rice with a Pontchartrain sauce over the top. Boom. Yeah. I don't know what any of that is. Yeah. Yeah. Pontchartrain sauce is like a... A brown gravy gumbo kind of base. Like a roux? Yeah, a roux, but made into a gravy with seafood. So it's oh. a little bit thicker than a gumbo. I got but you. more of a, like a gravy seafood, and you pour it over your fried fish with a bit of rice. Games. That would be my, if I had to pick my last meal and it had to be fried, That that's what it would be. Dude. I think the deep fried ribeye from Greeks is probably in my top three. Definitely, because definitely. because that gives you a weird angle to throw like ribeyes yeah. into the conversation of <laughs> greatest deep fried meats. I can see that because it's in terms of meals, it's amazing. Yeah, it no was doubt. like an experience. It's yeah. it's very similar to what I described. Yeah, with the grouper and the poncha train yeah. sauce, except for it's a badass ribeye and etouffee. With his dish. Yeah. The um, weirdest thing that I didn't care for is uh, deep fried pickle spears. I like deep fried pickles when they're sliced. I like the non-kosher pickles. I don't really care for kosher pickles at all to begin with. And then like deep frying them just really upset me. Why? It just didn't. It wasn't, kosher it wasn't or spears? I mean, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Spears is how it's cut. Kosher is like a you don't, thing. You would never cut a dill pickle into a spear. Yeah. Well, they they are. They're out Where? there. 
Show me Everywhere. one. Bring the bring that up. Somebody pull that up right now. Yes, <laughs> kosher is a method of cooking. Yeah, but it's not a method of slicing. But you would never spear cut a, a dill pickle into spear. I've never seen if there's dill pickle spears. I'm gonna have to look that up, and I'll be I'll do a retraction <laughs> next week. But I'm pretty sure I have only seen spears dill pickles or sour pickles in slices and chunks. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I'm not a know. pickle aficionado, but yeah. <laughs> What's the name for a pickle aficionado? Like, there's got to be a name for the guy that's really into pickles. Like, yeah, my weird own, addiction oh, level. Like, shout pickles. out. Uh, I mean, I know who would probably know. Shout out the machine. He makes his own pickles. Oh man, his his check recipe for pickles, dude, is amazing. Yeah, he does them in a crock pot, dude. I want some right like, now. Yeah, he slices them up, season? throws them in the it's crock not. pot, and I don't know the process after that. But this is one thing I do know is if you save that pickle juice from his pickles, like one or two ounces, if you have a hangover, it'll cure you right up. Oh, yeah. interesting. It must be something to do with the electrolytes. I think it's mostly the salt, probably. Uh, combination. Is there is there electrolytes in that? I don't know. I don't know. I know Pedialyte is like all sodium. Yeah. Because I chugged a whole bottle of it last week. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was on so many. Uh, it was probably 103 degrees when you It was performed. so hot, bro. So we played this it outdoor show. It was before show. the cold front came in. Yeah. It was like that dead heat. There were oh, like every, the whole two weeks before the gig, they're like, oh, the cold front's going to come in on Friday. And so I'm like, all oh, right. Yeah. Because normally that we play that show every year. Prairie Days in Ocampo, it's always, it's always hot blistering hot. Yeah, and so they're like, "Oh, I think the cold front's coming in." And then, like every day, it was like, "No, it's going to come in a day later." No, it's coming in a day later after that. Anyway, it was solid, probably ninety-five with a heat index of one hundred and three in that tent of a stage. Yeah, it was it was bad. I yeah. elected not to go watch you play. I Thanks. openly uh, openly admitted it. Wow. I took my kids to see a movie called Abominable <laughs> about a Yeti. Nice. That was lost in Japan. Oh. It was actually a really good movie. Seems and legit. it was nice and cold in the theater. So. Yeah. Well, I drank. Um, I started in the morning. I started chugging water. And then I got some of these uh, little packets called quenchers that they give out to oil filled hands. Oh, yeah. And I drank like two or three of those. And then right before I left my house. Extra hydration? Yeah. It's like It's got electrolytes and stuff in it. Yeah. It's a little powder. You just put it in your water and shake it up and drink it. It's like That never happens in the oil field. (laughs) That's all they drink in there, man. Powder in there. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Not necessarily water. Hey. Um, And then I chugged a Pedialyte before I left my house. And then like during the gig, I drank two or three Gatorades and a Topo Chico and a couple bottles of water, and then I got off stage, and I drank another quencher, and I was still feeling on the edge. You know what the best, most hydrating thing you could ever drink? Um, no. Straight water, man. Straight water. No need for all the powders and, I the, feel like that's and the extras. Water is where it's at. But if you add more electrolytes to water... Not necessarily. Does water have electrolytes? Water... Is still the most important part of your body. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you add the stuff to it, there it's got to go, be thinking better. Like every other human being on the planet, <laughs> if you let add me things. Just, to let it. me just say I'm better than nature. <laughs> sorry, Earth. sorry, nature, you're inferior to what I can do with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna add <laughs> things to you. You won't change my mind. 
Yeah. <laughs> water is is the best thing you can drink can if you're you dehydrated. Can you dry water? Uh, no. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oil and water do not mix. No. Don't ever drop water into frying oil <laughs> don't, don't, in any situation don't ever. Don't do it. I watched a video today of a guy burning his kitchen down because he tried to throw Look a bunch up of deep tater fried tots. turkey videos. Oh, dude. If you yeah. want to see what water and oil does. How did we not look, talk about deep fried turkeys yet? Because that's coming later. Thanksgiving's next month, bro. Oh, but we still have to mention it in a deep fried everything. Yeah, I guess we need to. Yeah. I mean. I like it. If you're gonna deep fry a turkey, let that bitch thaw out for two or three days. Dude, do real. not dip, do not drop your turkey in a bed of frying oil with any water on it whatsoever. Ice water, any kind of H two O, does not mix with boiling oil. Oh, dude. just in case anybody out there doesn't know. I saw a video, and there were all these like social justice warriors in some like <laughs> quad at a university somewhere, like. Whatever university it was. Is this a restaurant thing? No, no, it was a different thing. Um, and they were passing petitions to ban dihydrogen oxide, which is H2O, which is water. Yeah, that and was started by somebody. everyone was signing it. Yeah, that was started by somebody that wanted to prove that the social justice yeah. warriors would just jump on any bandwagon. Anything. Oh, yeah. people were like, uh, they were saying, oh, would you sign this petition to ban dihydrogen oxide? It's everywhere. It's probably everywhere. in your body right now. Yeah. They're just, it, it's just in everywhere. In fact, your body may be 70% of that. <laughs> yeah. So, and all these kids were just signing away. It's just, oh, man. Just an example of the uh, way they can just get something going based yeah. on nonsense. Because people don't care. They don't research. They just share and yeah. say, I'm going to get on board with this nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm not about it, but I am about some like deep fried everything. Oh, everything. <laughs> deep fried everything. Yeah. So we've mentioned the the seafoods, we've mentioned the vegetables, we've mentioned the desserts. Yeah. You got to go with the classics though. Everybody loves deep fried chicken. Yeah. And if you go up to Nashville, you can get spicy deep fried chicken. Heck yeah. Hattie B's. They also, yeah, Hattie B's in Nashville is quite delicious. There's also another one in uh, Memphis. I think they're in Nashville too. I, I, I got to look the name up of that one. We got it just delivered to our Airbnb mm. and it was spicy deliciousness. Good plug. And I didn't even have to leave the room. <laughs> didn't even have to put on clothes. Yeah. Like, just, hey, just leave it there. I'm yeah. in my so underwear. Uber Eats, knock, knock. Here's your food. I saw. Um, Deep fried chicken, or just fried chicken, I guess. Which now we sound stupid. Uh, fried chicken, but they used a well, pressure cooker of a deep fryer. Man, I wouldn't. Man, that's pressure cooking deep fryer. Yes, that's, and it cooks it in like five minutes instead of twenty minutes. Dude, you know what? Hang on, I got a bone to pick right now. <laughs> what? How come every time I go to church's chicken, they got one job, and that's to have fried chicken. They don't ever got no fried chicken. Oh. Every time I go to church, well, and which is like once every three months do I feel like eating some fried chicken. Well, once every three months do I feel like eating some church's fried chicken. Yeah. Like, it's greasy. It's fucking horrible on your guts. But it's got a flavor that once every once in a while, man, yeah. I got to go get some churches. They don't ever the got The only it. time I go, though, is when they got the specials on the chicken. Oh, like the $2 yeah. on Tuesdays? Like, no, you get I'm like going to go, and it's like $6 for 10 pieces of yeah. fried chicken or some some crazy but, thing. Yeah. But I, that's when they're out because everybody knows they're getting the fucking 
deep fried quantity for cheap. Yeah. So I pull up at lunchtime, or I don't know what time it was. Pull up to the window, and I'm like, "Hey, let me get a number one, like a breast and a thigh." And she's like, "Okay, but uh, just to let you know, we just dropped the chicken, so it's going to be 15 to 20 minutes." And I'm like, "Well, if you just dropped it, is it going to be 15 or 20? Because you should know." <laughs> like, <laughs> if if you can't tell me your cook time on your chicken, yeah. then we might got some problems. But yeah, no. If you said it was like 10 to 15 minutes, then I'm thinking, do I want to wait 10 minutes? Probably. Do I want to wait 15 minutes? Absolutely not. Yeah, 15 to 20. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I guess never mind. I was yeah. like, and like when I want some church's fried chicken, I'm like, I'm looking forward to it, right? But I always know it's a it's a dice roll. So yeah. You don't go there because you're looking for a great meal and a great night out. You go there because you got a hankering for that nasty, yeah. greasy chicken. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I can't get it. Kind of the same thing with KFC. They got their own recipe. And like every once in a while, you just got to have KFC. No, I'm all about Popeyes. Popeyes by far is cheap the fried best chicken. fried chicken of any of the fried chicken. Like places. fast food fried chicken for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I love Popeyes. I love their... Red beans of rice. Oh, dude. The and, uh, whatever gravy's on the strips, mashed potatoes. And their, their shrimp, their jumbo shrimp with their batter is actually really good. Uh, seems yeah. legit. It is. I will endorse that one. Give me one of them dried up biscuits, bro. I'm going to crush yeah. it. The only way their biscuits are good are with a little bit of honey and about 15 gallons of water. <laughs> I just dip them in mashed potatoes. Yeah. I dip everything. Like, anytime I'm... <laughs> I'm just going to make it into a soup. Anytime I eat fried chicken, I dip it in my mashed potatoes. That of is, course. Yeah. Churches, KFC, Popeyes, all of it, I dip it in my mashed potatoes. Yeah. I like brown gravy on my mashed potatoes and white gravy just on the side. I only like white gravy for strips. Mm. Like, I like white gravy if it's, like, super down home and I cook fried chicken at home and yeah. I make my own potatoes and I make my own white gravy. I like it that in that setting. But if I'm ever eating out fast food wise, it's always brown gravy. Usually, when I get a chicken fried steak, I'm going cream gravy. Uh, but a well, couple chicken fried steaks always white gravy. For a couple me. weeks ago, I went to Pinchers, uh, which is like the sleeper lunch spot. Like, yeah, their food's really good. It's man. really they good. Got really good seafood too. Yeah, shout out Pinchers, yeah. Radley family. What's up? Um, so I went there for lunch. And I got a chicken fried steak because, of course, I went to a seafood restaurant for a chicken fried steak. And I ordered white gravy, but they brought me brown gravy accidentally. Yeah. And, of course, I mean, I didn't say anything because, I mean, I love brown gravy, too. And, dude, solid. I never yeah. have. I don't. I mean, I probably have done it before, but I've done chicken fried steak a lot with brown gravy at oh, home, Oh, man. Too. I think it's going to be my new thing for now. Like, if I do brown gravy at home, I always keep that uh, kitchen bouquet. You ever use that? Mm-mm. And so if you make brown gravy, keep get some kitchen bouquet and leave it at the house. It's like it makes brown gravy like just that much better. Was it bouillon? Yeah, it's like a gravy bouillon kind of. You just add a little bit. Is it the jar that's like really viscous? Yeah, and it's okay, a I yellow label. Yeah, yeah, I have some of that. Yeah, it's just like a base and you add it into it as you're making oh, your gravy. Well, I think just, this one's called better than bouillon. Oh no, that's a bouillon. Yeah, better than bouillon. I use that for the chicken soup. Ah. The chicken bouillon. Yeah, that's a different thing. Oh, yeah. But kitchen bouquet just turns your as you're you're making it a gravy. It just turns it into like a a thicker, more tasteful brown gravy. Sounds deliciously amazing. Yeah, yeah it works out really well. Yeah, dude. or maybe it's just a white people thing. I don't yeah. know. You know where I got a really good chicken fried steak? 
Where's and that? I'm going to use this to transition into our meat mecca of the month. H3 Ranch. H3 Ranch. Man. Shout yeah. out H3 Ranch. Up in Fort Worth, Fort Texas. Worth, Texas, in the stockyards for our meat mecca of the month. Man, that place is always got fond memories. And I don't know yeah. whether it's the, uh, like, the Shiner... What are they? The goblets? goblets of beer. Yeah, you can get like something to do with Fort Worth, Texas. That whole area, they serve goblets, man. Like it's like two or three pints, I think, in this big giant goblet glass that they have frozen. It's like and a when chalice. they serve it, it's like a chalice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pair that with a badass fucking steak and a cut of meat because they got the stockyards right there. It just makes for a great meal. Yeah. Um, Tony and I went there a few years ago. And we've been raving about it ever since. And then I guess somewhere around Christmas, I went up to Fort Worth on a random road trip and I took everyone up there to eat there. I was like, this is where we're going to eat dinner because it's amazing and I haven't been here in a few years. And the best thing about it, like what makes it really cool is that they use a live hickory fire in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah, you see it right there. Big live wood fire. Yeah. And it's like gaucho grill style. Like they have the... It's like the Turner thing on the side to raise and lower the grill. And yeah, amazing. Yeah. Everything. It's badass. We even got a. I've referred probably 10 or 12 people there over the years. Nobody has ever complained. It's everybody had the same experience I did. Yeah. We had, uh, there was three of us that went to eat there and we ordered a phantom plate, which is a pro tip. If you're going somewhere new. Yeah. Order just an extra entree for your table. Yeah, if and everybody can just you share. If you all want to try, just order it and sh- yeah. share it out, family style. Yeah, so like um, one person wanted some seafood, and I wanted like a steak, and somebody else wanted a different cut of steak, and then we were all like, but that chicken fried steak, though. So we just ordered a chicken fried steak on the side. Yeah. <laughs> no and big I bet deal. It was solid. And they're the, uh, they had like a poblano uh, chili con queso, and dude. Yeah, I think legitimate. we had the 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 queso when we went. I, we we should have. Day. I don't. Yeah. If it if there's queso on the menu, it's not not on my on my table. Yeah, like to, I want it. Yeah, I can I can attest <laughs> to that. Anytime we go anywhere with queso, yeah, AJ's got it coming, dude. I mean, it's not even a question. Like, do people go to restaurants and not order queso? I feel like if 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 you're from up north and you come to Texas and you. Don't know the menu yeah, that probably. you're looking at. Yeah, they probably yeah. probably do it a lot. Yeah, I, I don't you even see, ask people. Yeah, like if I go to dinner with a bunch of people, um, like or like on a date or something, I'm not gonna be like, oh, do you want to get some queso? No, because the answer <laughs> should always it. be yes. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody's gonna say no, and even right. if you do, whatever, more for me. Yeah, if I'm not gonna it, not get I'll it. I'll just eat it my damn self. Yeah. So trust me, I will scrape that thing out at the end of the day. <laughs> Like, just keep the chips coming until somebody passes out. I'm doing me right now. <laughs> like, back up out of my space. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, H3 Ranch, dude. So, it was so good. We went there for dinner, and then um, we went and went to sleep or whatever. Woke up the next morning, did some shopping, and it was coming lunchtime. And we were like, well, we're across the street from the H3 Ranch. Let's just go there again. So, we went for dinner. And then our next meal that we ate was lunch, and we ate there again. That's how good it was. That's Yeah, I can attest to it, man. Anytime I'm in the area, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Um, so I had the filet when I went, man, and it was, it was one of the best cuts of meat 
probably top three all time. The only regret that I have from the first time that we went was they had like a regular New York strip or something. And it was like 35 bucks or something like that. And then they had like a special that was like a porterhouse or something bigger. And I think it was like 55 bucks or something like that. And I was like, uh, of course it was my first time. But everyone that we asked said to go there. Like we asked a couple cabbies. We asked somebody at the hotel. Um, We just asked people on the street. And they were like, yeah, hit up that H3 ranch. Anytime you get more than two recommendations, it's almost an automatic got to do it. Yeah. So I wish I'd have gotten that special, whatever it was, because I'm sure it would have been I'm pretty sure that's what I got that night. I just remember the flay side if it was a porterhouse. Mm-hmm. I just remember that I had like the most delicious flay cut of meat I've ever had there. Dude, yeah. we need to go back again. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll do that with the Texas Chili Tour. I'm sure there's some kind of yeah. Dallas, Frisco, Fort Worth chili spot. There has to be. It's such a huge area. There's got to be some legit chili there. They probably put beans in it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, th- I feel like North Texas holds it down without beans as good as South Texas does. Yeah, it's when you get into Oklahoma. Why would you even go there? Like I would not go there, man. I swear to God, the best breakfast place I've ever been to in my life was Oklahoma. I am not even joking. Silence. I mean, call silence. What did you have? What did you get, bro? Look, we were at a trade show, and it was about an hour north of Oklahoma City. And we were looking for a breakfast place out on the interstate, and we we drove into this town, and we go and. We, we don't see nothing. We're driving Was around. Is this the middle of the night story? No, it's oh, okay. not the middle of the night story. <laughs> so for this, we're it's, it's like 8 in the morning, 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Show starts at 9. So y'all just got done partying. Probably. <laughs> but no, no, we did good that night. We were up early looking for breakfast. Yeah. It was the night up before. Up early. Yeah, it was a recovery AKA night. stay out late. No, I think we actually did good that night. But <laughs> oh, anyway, it was the second night. It was the second the night. story. We're looking around for breakfast, 7.30, 8 o'clock, in the middle of this town in Oklahoma off the interstate. This big sand sports show is going on, and this is the nearest town. It's like a half mile north of where the event center is, and there's nothing. Nothing but red dirt and horse farms everywhere. And we're driving around this town, and there's no cars. There's nobody anywhere. And then the map says we're a block up, and we come a block up, and we clear a building, and we see this parking lot totally full. There's no other cars anywhere in any other business within like a three block area, right? We're like, that's got to be the spot. So we go in and we get the last table right when we walk up. And they had the best biscuits and gravy, waffles, pancakes, sausage, scrambled eggs, like just straight up American breakfast that I've ever had. And our bill came out to like 12 bucks a person or something. It was like dirt cheap. We got coffees. We got... We ate so much I couldn't finish my food, whatever it was. I got like the wow. deluxe plate that had a little bit of everything. I've never seen you not crush Dude, a plate. I couldn't finish the food, and it was all amazing. And it was like the last spot of a busy little diner in the middle of nowhere. Dang. I'm telling you, that was the best breakfast I've ever had. Hang on. It was in Oklahoma. Hang on. Let Sorry, me. Will Ross. I apologize. <laughs> Shout out, Will Billy. <laughs> let me, hang on, let me come at you and try to fluster you a little bit here. Uh-oh. Was it better than the egg and I in Las Vegas? This this one was. Oh my god! This this 
experience was the best breakfast I've had at a Dude, restaurant. I just I am completely beside myself. They didn't do it with badass omelets. They didn't do it with badass. Yeah, I don't want an omelet. Any particular? They didn't have the skillets like they did at Egg okay. and I. But everything they did was as perfect as a down home Southern breakfast as you could ever have. Well, now I have to go to Oklahoma just for that. I got maybe find, I get a Postmates. It's one of those where I didn't even write down the name of it. it I don't wow. even remember the town. Maybe it does. To, maybe no. You don't even need to know. No, it's just it a once effort. It's just it once. Exists. We parked the show truck outside the restaurant. We were in the show truck <clears> at the time. And we came outside, and there's like five cops standing around the truck. <laughs> Uh-oh. After we just had this amazing <laughs> breakfast, and we're like, oh, shit. This is where things go south. You can't have a breakfast that good without some bad yeah. karma. So we get up, and then the cops were just beside themselves at the show truck. Like, yeah. they, nothing like that had rolled through the little bitty town in Oklahoma where... They probably still cherish the 1987 state champion quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah. For <laughs> it's sure. one of those type of little scenarios, you yeah. know, like all Man. the cops around and they're just they're taking pictures and posing in front of it. And I'm telling you, man, that was the best breakfast. I'm going to have to find it because if it's better than the Egg and I, if you haven't been to an Egg and I in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, no. Egg and I, definitely. It is not yeah. the same Egg and I as you find in Houston, though. They're not the same company. But the Egg and I in Houston and San Antonio is just as good. I've okay. not been. Well, I haven't been it there. Is, but they have the... Amazing. Oh, yeah. What do they call it? you got to love a restaurant that they open and close and specialize in breakfast and lunch. Yeah. It's only... Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got to get there early. I don't go to get breakfast at a dinner restaurant. No. No. I'm not, yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. Egg and I... What are the potatoes called? I think they call them Diablo potatoes or something, something. like that. Yeah, they They're heavily in, seasoned yeah. and just delicious. You get like the prime rib skillet with... It's like eggs and onions and prime and rib. And they did one with everything. the hollandaise sauce yes. over it. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. And they give you the like um, banana nut bread muffin, but it's not like the banana bread we have here. It's they also have darker. English muffins. Yeah, I got it. We got everything, bro. Yeah, the English muffins <laughs> were really good. We shared everything on that plate. And that's on an that underrated table. breakfast pastry is English muffins. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm about it. Yeah. I like they're cooked English right. muffin. Yeah, yeah it's got to be McDonald's. toasted. Got to be toasted for sure. Yeah. A little bit of... I like putting uh, jelly on mine. I do too. Butter yeah, and jelly. Butter and jelly. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. <sighs> so we went from H3 Ranch to English muffins yeah. in one fail swoop. Welcome to the Meats and Beats podcast. <laughs> if you're new yeah. here, that surprised you. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is just what we do. We go down the rabbit hole. This is what we do. Every it's, episode. <laughs> I'm not even ashamed. Yeah. That's what makes us okay to listen to. <laughs> yeah. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about some music today. Yeah, yeah. So this week we reviewed Whiskey Myers' self-titled album debut. Yeah. And I love Whiskey Myers. It's been one of my favorite country, Texas, rock, southern. I mean, he, he doesn't fit in any one category, but he's been one of my favorites for a while. It's a band. Yeah. He's a band. He does his thing. I don't know. I wouldn't put him into country him? entirely. Why are you calling him him? Huh? Why are you calling the band him? Oh, put them. <laughs> them. them. Hey, the I'm guy's sorry. name is not Whiskey. Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm Whiskey. Sorry. I'm sorry, rest of the hey, band. Meyer. Hey, Meyer. Hey, Myers. Put them. Myers Whiskey. Anyway, what I'm saying, <laughs> I wouldn't put that band into one category, whether yeah, it be country or rock. or They're kind of their own thing, man. I like um, it. Yeah, so... I was telling Tony about this earlier, how that record is the number one record on the country billboard chart. 
And yeah. number three is Sturgill Simpson, Sound and Fury. And neither one of those records are country. I can see putting Whiskey Meyer in the country charts because he, I think he purposely tried to be more country. Quit saying record. he. <laughs> He's not a he. he. It's they. a band. God damn it. <laughs> they. I feel like they purposely tried to be more country on this record. I don't think. I didn't hear any country. There's like a steel guitar on a couple songs, but like. Uh, the ballad of a southern man, like that's kind of country, and then uh, broken window serenade, like that's kind of country. Yeah, this album has zero country flavor to me, which I don't care because I don't know the genres don't exist. California to Caroline was pretty country to me. Yeah, I the, felt like it was. They just need a box to put stuff in. That they, they yeah. titles don't even matter. Yeah, genres anyway, don't exist. The, the point of it was he's doing good with this record. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know that I. I agree with the success on this one. I, th- I feel like his older records deserved more than they got. Yeah, definitely. You know, if if he gets his due, great. Or they get their due. They get their due. <laughs> they get their due, great. Did you think it's only one guy or what? No. I didn't. You thought his name was Whiskey? No. You probably also thought that Eli Young was a guy's name. No. I don't, <laughs> you probably don't know Eli who Eli Young. Young is. Eli Young, man. Oh, is that from Nashville? No. They're from Denton. Oh, they're from Denton. They like play North, in North Texas. Yeah. Okay. Well, they used to, but then they got really big. But anyway, irrelevant. Um, yeah, I liked um, a couple of songs on this record. Yeah. I just feel like uh, I was coming into it with my mind too blown because all I've been listening to is Sound and Fury. And my mind yeah. is way too blown from that album. Like everything that I'm listening to now just doesn't like hit that level so i'm just kind of like meh yeah yeah i mean this is a good record like if i hadn't heard sturgill's new record for you know the last two weeks so i've been doing some research on the sturgill record and apparently there are other artists that produce their albums in the way that he does with that sound what is it i'll have to uh show you what i've compiled because i don't have all of it in front of me i'm gonna need a powerpoint yeah I'm yeah, taking notes here. This is going to go deep into YouTube here. So <laughs> yes. I hope you're uh, ready for that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I liked it. It was very... I feel like Bury My Bones was my favorite track yeah. on this one. I mean, I I like the California to Caroline quite a bit. Yeah. Um, there were a couple other good, good tracks on the record. Uh, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. I, I mean, it might be... The after effect of the Sturgill record or whatever. It had to but, be because, like, everybody says this is a really good record. I, and, I agree that it's I, a really good record. And I usually agree with the people that are saying that that it's a really good record. It is a really good record. It's a good Whiskey Meyer record. And that, to me, like, kind of reinforces his place in my music hierarchy, yeah. if you will. I just think, uh, man, I hate to be that guy that's like, oh, the early stuff is a lot better. But... I just feel like those songs, maybe they just mean more to me. I don't know. Emotionally. I, fe- I felt like a self-titled album, I would have been all in on every track, and I just wasn't, you know? Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I liked a lot of his, a lot of this CD. Like I said, I, Bury My Bones is on some of my playlists. I really, yeah. really resonated with that one, but felt like I was going to feel the same way about the whole record because of how much I like some of his previous stuff. Yeah, I think but, uh, Bury My Bones is probably a standout track for me. Yeah. And uh Glitter and Gold. Glitter and Gold was pretty good. I like that one. 
I mean, he had some rockers on there, man. It wasn't, it wasn't oh, bad. Yeah. I want to see him live. I think he would be great live. I, I want to see Sturgill produce his next record. If you say his or him one more time, I'm going to push pause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep doing it. Don't I'm going to cut out. I'm going to just cut out every time you address them as a him. First of all, I don't think you should be assuming anyone's gender. <laughs> <laughs> In this day and age, you're totally right. Oh, man. Now, um, I'm going to pick a thing that annoys you and I'm going to just go all in. Yeah, I hope episode. so. Like, just troll me. <laughs> No, I saw them at Greeks like I don't know, dude, four four years ago maybe or something before they like really broke out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they were rocking, man. I've seen Just a couple a good, of good acts live at band. Greeks that uh, was before they broke out. I saw yeah. Easton Corbin like a <laughs> yeah, year or Muldoon's. two before he got yeah famous. Luke Bryan played there too at Muldoon's. Did he? Yeah, like two thousand six or five. There. Saw Easton Corbin play there. Yeah, it was probably around that same time, whatever yeah. time that was. Yeah. Yeah. But now that's been converted into all sorts of other things. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. I was going to say something that was probably not important, but now I forgot. Why do you always oh, do that? No. Um, are we done talking about this record? I don't know. I feel I'm like done talking about it. To get I just want to talk it. about other stuff. I mean, I don't even know. Um, oh, what we did forget on the Sturgill album. Let's just talk about Sturgill album some more. Well, no, we need to. We need to. <laughs> well, go our back. scale. Yeah, our scale. Yeah. So you're right. we are no longer doing stars. Yeah. We are now doing um, like meat grades. Yeah. So we're starting out on select. That's one star. If you were going to compare it to a star, and then choice, and then prime, prime. and then wagyu, and then Kobe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sturgill's album, obviously, if you paid any attention at all, is Kobe. I mean, it was we didn't mention it, but really didn't need to be said if you pay attention to us at all. Yeah, uh, that was definitely top of our rating scale, which is the Kobe. Yeah, um, I'm gonna try to go on a different scale here for a second. Hang on, give me, give me a like a hard five second hopefully your phone is not interfering with your microphone it probably is sorry if uh y'all heard some glitchy noises last week i was uh, reading my notes off my cell phone and well, apparently th- this week we have no notes <laughs> so, yeah, as just, you could tell this is totally have, off the dome this would have gone off the rails but i think it's better anyway so uh the sturgill record you gave a uh, kobe to yeah i'm going on a off the chart um scale and I'm going to give this one a Shodoshima, which is above Kobe, which is the beef that is in the Kobe area of Japan, but they only feed it olive husks. Olives. <laughs> it is above Kobe beef. <laughs> Don't die, bro. Don't die. I'm going to die because of how hipster that <laughs> statement sounded. <laughs> They only feed him olive. They only olive feed him olives husks. Oh my god! Or olives or whatever. They only feed it olive husks, dude. Yes, it's like next level, and it's even way more expensive than Kobe. All right. So the only thing I can think of when I hear that is that episode of Portlandia, never where they're it. in the hipster restaurant. Yeah, you haven't seen. that? I have to watch it because I never heard in, of it. In Portlandia, they go to a hipster restaurant and they're asking about 
if the meat is organic or non-GMO <laughs> and that whole spiel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the waitress is like, the waitress pulls out a book. Like, this is so-and-so. He's a chicken. He was raised on this farm. That's how they do the Kobe. <laughs> and they, like, give the whole backstory of the chicken. Yeah. And they're like, okay, can we go look at the chicken before we have it butchered <laughs> and eat it? And, like, it's this whole thing. That's how they do that real high-end Kobe beef and other Wagyu from Japan. You get, like, a certificate with a nose print. They, like ink the nose like a fingerprint and then you get the whole lineage like you get the father and the mother and the grandfather and grandmother that sounds legit yeah so like you name your little steer that you're (laughs) eating the steak that's four hundred dollars an ounce or whatever man if i became ultra rich 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 i would have a uh, steak named after me yeah Yeah. you should um i'm gonna give the whiskey meyer album um hang on i gotta go over it in my head what's what select choice prime wagyu kobe i'm gonna go with i don't know man i'm gonna go with choice i'm gonna go with prime on mine like i gave the other albums a three star like prime would be equivalent to that yeah there were some standout tracks i really liked them i don't know that i'll just listen to the whole album i probably won't listen to it ever again that's kind of my criteria for if I won't listen to the album, but there's two or three standout tracks, then I'm gonna give it a three. Or I will eight definitely prime. listen to them live, though. Yeah, like I'm, I'm for sure a Whiskey Myers fan. I just, I don't know, this record just didn't really hit it for me. Yeah, for a self-titled I album, I thought it would have been better. Yeah, but again, there were self-titled. There were some tracks that I liked. You know, I think it's one of those bands that, like, if I would have heard this record live first. And then listen to the album, I probably would have been way more blown away. Because like, there's something about bands that you have to experience, like Whiskey Myers, um, and other like uh, like Roger Kreger. Like I don't really listen to Roger Kreger songs on like a playlist or whatever. Yeah, I don't. It's either. like a party. Like I gotta go experience the show and get into it, and then yeah. I'm down. Like let me I kind of feel the clear. same way about Fowler. Same thing, yeah. Yeah. I also kind of feel the same way, and then don't flame me for this, but I feel the same way about Nickelback. Why would I flame you? Because it's a, it's popular to I'm flame I'm not them. a bandwagon Nickelback and, hater. And I used to not care for it as much, but when I saw them live, they, they changed my opinion. They're a good yeah. live band. Uh, my buddy who has a podcast, shout out the 12 O'Clock Siren. We've shouted them out before, uh, Matthew Harvey. Physically ill by listening to Nickelback. He might have been the first guy that oh, hated really? Nickelback before oh, really? it was cool to hate them. Yeah, you know they traced that back to a single internet post Probably. in like 2003. Yeah, um, he also invented the selfie. Oh, really? Yeah, I will 100% back that up. Like Al Gore style. <laughs> Better than Al Gore. I'm pretty the sure internet. there were selfies in the 1800s, bro. No, I'm pretty sure there were. No. Pretty sure somebody set a camera on a timer and ran over and we had no, a selfie. There were no made. timers. <laughs> there were timers. There were no timers in the 1800s, bro. You got your historical accuracy incorrect. You're gonna tell me, a photography major, that there was some form of electronic device to trigger a camera yes. that used gunpowder as the flash. It could have been like a, just a pull thing. Like a, a p- <laughs> I'm all right, you. guys, that's it for this week, <laughs> bro. There's so many. 
All right, I'm, I'm going to have to research it. I know you did eight years of photography at Van Wilder University. It was seven, it was seven and a half, bro. Get it right. <laughs> There's tons of people that go to college for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Did, was there like a major blowout with the dad, and y'all had like this reconciliation party? Yeah, and we made a movie everything. about it. Huh? No, we made a movie about it. Then <laughs> you made a movie about it. Chris Farley played the character of me. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. So yeah, I say prime. You say choice. choice. Yeah. Okay. So you graded Post Malone higher. Yeah. You graded <laughs> obviously. It's probably. I would say that that album is. You graded Tyler Childers higher. Yeah. 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 We need to have a. We have like an ongoing little chart in our studio. We should. Here so we can remember what we graded everything. Like what's our average rating? Yeah. <laughs> so we get analytical with. We're this not trying podcast. to be haters. Yeah. So. What other album do we review? Uh. I don't know. What other albums? Blink, we did the Everlast album. We did the Blink 182, 182 album. Yeah. Ground Beef. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck. That, yeah, that, yeah Blink 182 didn't even get a... They were like the the 99% lean, 1% fatty ground beef. They were the Cleveland Browns two years ago. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm going to win fantasy this week. Yes. <laughs> Two oh, weeks man. in a row. Have we checked the score? No, we need to. Probably gonna get, if you hear noises on your microphone, it's because Tony's on his phone right now. I got to check, <laughs> check it. It's a good mystery. Uh, is the game over yet? It's got to be by now. All right. Everybody stand by. We're going to see stand if, by. if I'm good at we're fantasy gonna, or not. I'm going to look at the matchup here. Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, he won. Yes. AJ won fantasy this week. Give me my money. Aaron Rodgers, clutch. Dude. Clutch in the paint. They barely beat Detroit by one point, apparently. We missed it because we were doing the podcast. For for the fans. Yeah, we're doing it for the fans. This is better, more important than my fantasy football team that I give 0% about. uh, We talked about the fried food greatness. Oh, we're doing a recap. Yeah, the meat meccas, <laughs> meat mecca of Fort the month, H three ranch. Yes, and why the whiskey Meyer album was extraordinarily mediocre. I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's just our perception of it right now. Like, yeah. I need to come back in a month when <laughs> revisit, I'm done listening to Sturgill. Like, this. when I'm only listening to the Sturgill album like twice a day. Oh, so uh, real quick, we. We got a friend of mine that we can have on as a guest to help us review albums. Yes. That is also a music producer. Boom. So that'll be coming up at some point in the future. Now you're promising things. Yep. Oh, man. We got, we, we're going to have guests. Soon. We're going to have guests for yeah. sure. We got some stuff happening. Things, so. things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. I felt like I was going to say something else. Oh, what were you going to say? Uh, no pressure. You're on the spot right now. Live mics are running. Um, so, oh, I saw Charlie Crockett and the Greeks the other night. How was that? Freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, go check out that new record called The Valley. You described his music to me, and then I saw your analog pictures, and it was one of those rare instances where it looked exactly how you described. Dude, yeah, about it. 
I took Check. some photos of him with a 62-year-old camera. Oh, wow. That's how I do. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. Sorry that you're not sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Check out, that, check out that record. Um, it came out in September. And, well, maybe uh, we can review that one next week. Maybe so. Who else has any record? Uh, Highly Suspect comes out on the 1st of November. So does... Uh, there's a new William Clark Green live at Cheatham Street that comes out in November. Yeah, I can't remember what date. Um, who else? I don't know. Well, There's a lot of ones out there. Chris Knight's got one coming. Oh, I think it already came out. Did it? Yeah. No, I might check that. That's one probably out. sad. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to be sad. Yeah. I don't know that I'm ready for that. Yeah. All right. I think we've done enough here. Okay. Well, <laughs> later, Podcast Nation. Oh, dude, is that a new one? I don't know. Shout out Podcast Nation. Oh, real quick. We Beats and Beats Nation. We didn't say that uh, H3 was 100% GMO. Oh, yes. H3 Ranch gets the 100% GMO yeah. stamp. So, and that we can is, tie it uh, off with that H3, 100% GMO. Boom. If you don't know what GMO stands for. Check our website. Yeah. See y'all next time.